1: Hey, hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to session 121, 121 of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. I hope you've had an awesome week. Hope things are going awesome for you and your business and your team and you're continuing to see growth throughout this year. Very, very excited. I had a lot of conversations uh, last week after our podcast. Uh, You can't use marketing to build a team and I think there was some paradigm shifts that happened for people and they really started looking at the team development aspect of this business at a little bit different level. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited and appreciate all of you that listen to this podcast every week. If this is your first time, uh, my name is Dale Calvert. I've been involved in the profession over 35 years. My first three years. I was as frustrated as most people are, wanted to quit every day. And then some things really happened. Uh, Towards the end of my third year, I had a major paradigm shift. I call it the leadership development paradigm shift. And we started doing some things differently with a different focus and mentality. And the rest is kind of history. Uh, A couple years later, I was able to walk out of IBM in Lexington, Kentucky. I've never uh, worked for a company since. Uh, We built an organization that did over $100 million in sales in five years, and we developed over 200, five, six, and seven-figure income earners on our personal team. Uh, I retired from building teams when I was 39 years old. I've been around the industry, and my phone started ringing and done a lot of training and consulting, had the opportunity to travel all over the world teaching people that We're serious about building a real business with the network marketing business model. We start this podcast in August of 2015 and uh, have had the opportunity to meet a lot of awesome people all over the world. So that's just a little bit. If this is your first time, uh, you can learn more about me than you would ever want to know. You can just go over to DaleCalvert.com. But I appreciate you being here. And, you know, over the years, especially, I look back. How many people have come up to me at different events? Uh, Many people that were on our personal team, many that weren't for the generic events that we speak at today and have over the last 15, 20 years. And how many people have a story? Have a story where they got involved with the company, maybe they were able to go full time, develop a six, seven, Not seven, but six-figure income, $242,000, whatever. And things were rolling. And then and and they worked hard, worked really hard, uh, committed, dedicated, inspired. And then the company went out of business. Or they sold out to another company that discontinued the network marketing division. And the stories go on and on and on and on. There's plenty of them. Plenty of them. So again, this podcast is really for those who have worked hard. You know, over the years when I was first starting, I would run into a lot of Amway directs. And I would try to communicate to them, look, if you became direct in Amway, if you can make that kind of effort, inspired effort one more time, with what we're doing, I believe you can become a millionaire. And I go back to my own personal career. For I started with the Shackley Corporation, and I gave it everything. Heart, soul, everything. And got to a point where I could leave IBM. And in October of 85, I lost three supervisors in one month, which, you know, I was fine line as far as income. I mean, most people quit too soon. I probably did. But it was circumstances that were outside of our control. I had a lady that was a former school teacher. Her husband got works at IBM and worked at IBM in Lexington, Kentucky and got transferred to Texas. So naturally, she's moving with her husband. Had another young couple that from North Carolina, and their family was trying to get them back from North Carolina for years and finally had an uncle that made them an offer that they just couldn't refuse, and they moved back to North Carolina. And then I had another couple that were both clinical psychologists in Lexington, Kentucky, and they got transferred to new divisions. And back in those days... Uh, some of you are old as I am, you know, you supplied your products. If you were a direct distributor, you supplied your products to your organization. I mean, we had many warehouses in our homes, and it's really hard when your customer base is built around a particular city or area to try to maintain that customer base. It was used to just stopping by your home on product pickup days and picking up what they needed. And, you know, all of a sudden now you're in a different state. So it just, it, they three of them, one month. And long story short, I ended up getting out of the profession for a while and gotten more traditional direct sales selling health insurance products to self-employed people in the state of Kentucky. And I loved it, traveled all over, met a lot of awesome people. But I got out of team building. I got about out of network marketing and really had a sour, sour taste in my mouth. Sour taste. And I remember like a lot of people, they get to a point where they think, well, I'm never going to let my income be dependent on other people. It's going to be dependent upon me. And that path is pretty predictable. If you've been around this profession any time at all, you've heard, seen, experienced, many of you, that type of path, where things sometimes outside of your control, maybe in your control, but many times outside of your control, where you had the tiger by the tail, the world was going phenomenal. And it just kind of, Diminished for whatever reason, and I can tell you one thing when I was in the insurance business the whole time I was trying to get out of it I was looking all the time and uh, You know I ended up uh, I saw National Safety Associates a couple years before I joined I Saw it two years before I actually joined because of the bad taste in my mouth up for network marketing, and I don't want to do it now. When I saw it the very first time, I mean, I saw this is going to this can be huge. Uh, water filtration. At that time, there was only one bottled water being sold in the United States. That was Evian. That was it. Evian, by the way, when you spell it backwards, is naive. But I believed in bottled water, and of course, bottled water is mainstream today, and I saw the trends, and I could read the documentation and the research uh, on where this whole the whole industry was going, so I knew I was in front of the trend, but I just couldn't pull the trigger. I just got so burnt out, so frustrated, disappointed, because I mean, you know, we we had a lot of success with Shackley. We were the youngest coordinators in the history of that company, Uh, traveled, won incentive vacations, two company cars there that they provided, never paid a nickel for, and then to see it fall so quick, it was really discouraging, disheartening, out of our control, but I'd left my job, and I had to... I had to do something else, and I didn't enjoy the insurance business at all. I didn't like the corporate politics associated with it, and I saw this NSA thing, and I thought, golly, that looks awesome, but I just couldn't pull the trigger, and two years later, I mean, I understand I'm sending out resumes uh, pretty regularly. And in between doing my appointments with the uh, insurance company, at that time I was in management with that company, but I'm still trying to get into something else. And I I tell the story that you know God sent the only person in the world that had enough persistence to get me to look at NSA, and it was NSA one more time after I'd already seen it. And, you know, looking back, uh, I'll tell the whole story. Some of you may have heard it, so I'm not going to repeat it, but it was a miracle that I ever went and looked. But I went, and I joined, and, you know, we made $10,000 our first month there, never made a dime less. We spent five awesome years there. Uh, When we left, we had the fastest growing organization in the company. We are members of the President's Advisory Council, which is the top 10% of money earners in the company, and was really set, really set. Uh, And again, I'm not going to go into any of my story beyond that because it's not necessary for the point that I really want to try to communicate for you guys and gals that are listening. When I was with NSA, I was as as inspired as I ever was with Shackley, but I was smarter. I was smarter. I had some experience under my belt, but the inspiration that left me that I never thought I would ever have again came back. And... I know there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast and have had awesome runs at different points in time with different companies, and the companies are let them down, or you made mistakes, whatever happened, it doesn't matter. But they still hang around this industry. They still listen to podcasts, and they have run. I mean, they. I'm not talking to people here that have have never – got past their fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of what somebody else is going to think about them. I'm talking about people that have out there grinded, worked, grinded and worked and believed in what they were doing and believed in their company and their product and were inspired and went for it, who today are kind of hanging out. And some some even that listen to this podcast they're not involved with another with the company, but they, they love the industry, but they got extremely disappointed at some point in time along their journey. And the idea of ever giving something their heart and soul again is something that's hard for them to even wrap their mind around. And for some of you that listen to this podcast today, my question is do you need a tiger comeback do you need a tiger comeback because i sincerely believe and and look along my path i took 15 years off emotionally psychologically and just coasted just coasted and you know, we seem to have this vision in network marketing that you know you you work real hard and then you just play golf the rest of your life or whatever you want to do, and that can get real boring real quick. I'm a learner, I like to learn different 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 things. I like to read and study and and I, I'm fascinated by people and human psychology. But at some point you, you, you really learn, and Helen Keller said it, and I quoted it thousands of times before I really understood it, and that is, life is to be lived as a magnificent adventure, or not at all. You cannot live a magnificent adventure if you not, do not allow yourself to be inspired You don't allow yourself to become inspired because of the fear of disappointment. See, we talk about fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of what somebody else thinks. That's what stops most people from pursuing their dreams in this profession. Those three things. The start stops most people. But I know that this industry is full of people, talented people, good people that are kind of in a state of fear of being inspired Fear of dreaming one more time. I've been there. I get it. I understand it. I understand it now more than I ever have. I understand it now more than I ever have. And I understand also what Helen Keller said. hell starts when the person you are meets the person you could have become. And I don't believe you can become the person you're meant to become if you're not inspired. And I'm not talking about being motivated necessarily. I'm talking about inspiration, talking about something deeper that I know many of you have experienced at some point on your career, during your career, and and it's left you. It's left you. And I want to encourage you to get it back and hang on to it. Because life is to be lived as as a magnificent adventure, not at all. And there's very few things that you can do that will give you the gratification that this profession will when you can sow the right seeds into other people and see the ripple effect that come from those seeds being sown. So, do you need a tiger comeback? Do you need a tiger comeback? And if you do... I'm going to share with you three things that I think can really help you. Uh, but first, I got to share an article with you that my my wife Dawn, found, and she said, "Dale, this sounds like you," and you're going to love it. And I read it, and I thought it was it's by far the most inspiring article I've read this year, and I've read a lot of them. Uh, so let me share this with you. Uh, it's actually at momhelp.com as well. It's at MLM help, I'll try to put the link in the, the description below, but it's MOMHelp.com forward slash Tiger. Uh, this article was written by Jason Forrest and originally it was published in Entrepreneur Magazine. And Don, my wife, found it a few a few days after Tiger had won the Masters Tournament here recently. And at the age of forty-three which in golf years, that's old, 43 years old. Uh, The article really touched me, and I kept saying it as I read it the first time, and truth is truth. Truth is truth. And we all know network markers who have gone through some of the experiences we've talked about up to this point, probably many of you. I'm hoping that somebody heard this podcast and said, you know what, this might inspire so-and-so, and shared it with them shared it with you. I'm hoping that's what will happen. The people know people that really need to hear this and need that inspiration. I hope you care enough about them to share this podcast session with them. Uh, I hope this article will inspire all of you are, that are playing the game right now. You're playing it. You're out there. You're grinding. You're doing what you need to do. Uh, and encourage those who are thinking about maybe I should run one more time. Maybe I should go for it all out, inspired, one more time. Because, again, I just believe truth is truth. So let's get into the article by uh, Mr. Forrest. It says, Tiger Woods spent 11 years in the wilderness, both professionally and personally. And on one brilliant sunny afternoon in Augusta, Georgia, on April 14, 2019, He proved a lesson that should reverberate reverberate through both boardrooms and offices throughout the world. The lesson, no matter how seemingly massive every one of your setbacks is, it's just a comeback in disguise. I love that. A comeback in disguise. Most thought they never see a lot. See a sight like Sunday's ever again, Tiger Woods at the peak of his game at the vaulted masters tournament, pulling on the fable, putting on the fable Green jacket, which is given to the tournament winner before Sunday. Woods hadn't won a major tournament in eleven years. it had been fourteen. Since he'd won the Masters, and yet there, was, there he was, a 43-year-old 43, 43 Tiger Wood in all his glory, practically back from the dead, Masters champion once again in 2019. It was a story as unlikely as any in the history of sports, and the reason is that Woods fought each of his battles in public for all to see. One one of the most decorated golfers of all time, who truly transcend, transcended his presence in the sport. Woods' star began its tumble in 2009, when a personal scandal engulfed his marriage, and led to an extremely public divorce. Four years later, Woods missed his first ever. Masters Tournament with a back surgery that started a real tailspin. His back troubles was compounded year after year, and he consistently missed qualifications for tournaments he was used to winning. After four more back surgeries in the next few years, Woods was arrested for driving under the influence in 2017 and he quickly checked himself into an addiction rehab center. If the the majority of fans hadn't written Woods' once-brilliant career off as a total loss already, it was hard to find anyone who expected Woods to win another tournament, period, let alone one as massive as the Masters. Wood's one stroke win at the Masters is a lesson. It proves the value of mindset and how an uncomfortable mind can overcome, an unconquerable mind can overcome anything. And the incredible news is that the path Woods took to his unbelievable comeback is available to you today. All you have to do is decide. You can follow Tiger's lead by engineering your own comeback from any situation you face. A lost job, a missed promotion, a divorce, a failed project. Do what Tiger did and create your very own master's comeback by following these mindset strength steps. Number one, control your self-talk. Affirmation affirmations form the backbone of an unleashed life. In a sports or cerebral in a sport is as, as cerebral as golf, it would be easy for Woods to dwell in the darkness he'd experienced over the previous few years. Nobody achieves success by telling themselves negative stories. They replace here we go again with, I can't wait until this shot lands on the green right next to the pen. This is strong stuff, guys. The stories, you know, a lot of you that I'm talking to, what are the stories you've been telling yourself since the company went out of business 11 years ago or whatever your situation is? What are those stories? When everything seems off and life appears to be spiraling, notice the way you speak to yourself, how you reinforce the setback with negative self-talk. Once you identify reoccurring negative thoughts and phrases, choose to borrow positive self-talk from times in your life when you felt strong and confident. Replace the negative with the positive. Repeat your affirmations over and over and watch your setback turn into a comeback. Number two, break your habit loop. The habit loop forms around three steps, a trigger, a response, and a reward. Wood's addiction, he admitted an addiction to painkillers in 2017, was forming a negative habit loop in his life. He'd experience pain or stress, and he'd respond with painkillers, and his reward was briefly eliminating that pain. But it was numbing. It was not he was not dealing with it. And that only compounded the problem. So he broke his negative habit loop and replaced it with something more positive. He got help. He still felt the triggers and he still got a positive reward. But his response now wasn't to turn to addiction-forming chemicals. His response was turning to more beneficial things that built him up instead of tearing him down. Recognize in your life where your responses to external triggers aren't serving you. Maybe you get anxious or angry or uncertain in certain situations and control them so you can unleash your results. Number three, unlearn and relearn. Woods wasn't just ailing physically. He was also inside his own head about his swing. His repeated back surgeries had a negative effect on Woods' actual golf swing to the point he learned all this negative programming that wasn't serving what once was the purest swing in the game. So he had to unlearn the hitches and the stutters and the negative influences on his swing. He had to go back to his roots. (laughs) If you listen to this podcast at all, you understand why that touched me because I've been saying since we started that we've got to go back to the fundamental roots to create growth in this profession to begin with. But Let me continue. He had to go back to his roots, but first he had to unlearn all the head trash keeping him from doing the things he knew to do 100% of the time. This took time and repetition, but he had to purge those things from his mental processor so he could get back to the swing that won him tournaments, and he did. Just the same, just the same, find those negative thoughts you've adopted, and you need to unlearn to push yourself to the next level, conquer your self-image. nobody had more excuses to shrink into a shadow than woods. He'd been battered in the public eye sometimes for good reason, and he had he had and he heard time and time again that his career was over his back his back was done, his men- mentality was shattered, his swing was gone. He was too old. He might as well pack up and go home. But Woods overcame that. How? The self-image he had of himself was different than the self-image the world gave him. Yes, he made mistakes. But his rebuilt self-image was that of a champion. He no doubt visualized himself holding that green jacket thousands of times before he actually did it. Just... The same, you can't achieve, just the same, you can't achieve the next level of success if you don't have a positive self-image of yourself doing it in your own mind. Your mind is your greatest ally. Use it wisely. And lastly, number five, so many people wrote off Wood's early success as that of a gifted child prodigy. He was just born with it, so many said. That obviously neglects thousands of hours put in training that he put into training. But how do you square that with what happened in 2019? How is it possible that he could overcome so many negative external and internal factors and went on the sport's greatest stage when nobody thought it was possible? It wasn't simply talent. It was because he put in the effort nobody else would. I love that. He put in the effort nobody else would. He showed up to practice and committed to himself, to rehabbing his back. Even when nobody thought it was possible, he fixed his swing, kept it in shape, and pushed himself harder, always resisting the temptation to attribute someone's success just to genetics. The story Woods wrote in 2019 is proof that effort is infinitely more, infinitely, infinitely more important than whatever skills you were born with. You can create your own Tiger Woods story. All it takes is a decision. All it takes is a decision. You can create your own Tiger Woods comeback story. And that's really what I wanted to say because I know a lot of people that can be very impactful, have a positive impact on different companies and the profession itself need to hear that. Need to hear that. I also understand many don't want to hear that. Yeah, Dale, but you don't understand with me. This was different. You know, and everybody's got their story. You know, everybody, you know, I had my dream home and, and and I lost my dream home and I got a divorce and this happened and that happened and blah, blah, blah. And and, and I don't mean to, to be blah, blah, blah about it. But, but what I'm saying is we've all gone through things. Everybody has. Everybody. It's life. It's life. And are you better when you're inspired? Are you better when you're dwelling on the past and you understand the network marketing environment and the inspiration that can become and that that can happen and and can be created for other people and when it's all said and done what do you want your story to really look like see i believe tiger wanted his story Again, I, I think he saw himself putting on that green jacket thousands of times before it ever happened. And that's how that was his story. That's that's what's gonna happen. That was his inspiration. And who would have blamed him if he just, you know, kind of disappeared into obscurity and never played in another golf tournament? He didn't need the money. He didn't need the money. It's not about the money, it never has been. <laughs> if you make it about the money, then that creates a whole different set of psychological problems for people. It's about the victory. It's about the example that you can set. So if, you, if this has spoke, spoke to you, and I hope someone just sent this to you, say, listen to this podcast, and if somebody did, uh, whether I've made you upset or maybe whether I've made you think Uh, The person that sent you this podcast really cares about you. They really sincerely do. So thank them for sending it, even if you're like, I didn't want to hear that crap. Because I've been there. I understand. I get it. I get it. But I hope you understand where they were coming from. But if you say, Dale, you know, yeah, I get it. And, And I have talent. And I have skills. And I know how to work and work hard. And I would love to get back in the rhythm of this business and make an impact for other people. And it it is what I should be doing, and I understand it, but I'm just so uh, disappointed or feel so let down. What should I do? I'm going to share with you a couple of things. Number one, uh, I have a course, and some of you listen to me uh, could probably teach the principles and concepts in this course better than I could. It's called programmingyourmind.com. Programmingyourmind.com is not available now, but you can go there and there's a couple free resources and there's some things there. Uh, I release it normally once a year programmingyourmind.com. And because that's what Tiger Woods did. And see, here's what I understand with network marketers who've been let down, leaders who've been let down, a lot of them were able to build the business with the natural skill sets and mindsets that they entered the industry with. That they entered the industry with. Some people read the books, Think and Grow Rich, multiple times, The Magic of Thinking Big, Psycho-Cybernetics, The One Thing, and the list goes on and on and on. Some of you were learners who learned so you could teach Uh, And you understand a lot about mindsets. And see, I believe if it, I mean, and again, I'm not going to get into my personal story here in great detail now. But I believe that if I hadn't programmed my mind at the level that I did when uh, my life's work just blew up, blew up at levels that very few people have had the experience Uh, I don't I mean it might have if I hadn't had that, that mindset training I really don't know where I would be today and that's I'll leave it at that and some of you didn't got involved in network marketing a great success but you never really had the mindset training because you were able to get something going with transferable skills mindset training is a very important aspect of this business because if we build people people will build the business and then it goes back to the reason most people don't take action has nothing to do with the product or the opportunity or their sponsor or their company it's uh, the the reason is People live in a state of fear, fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of what somebody else is going to think about them. So as a leader, you have to be able to help people identify those fears and work through those fears and reprogram their mind, frankly. So that's a resource, ProgrammingYourMind.com. The second thing is I have a recorded seminar that we did called How to Start or Restart Your Network Marketing Career. How to restart your network marketing career? You can find that at momhelp.com, and there's a search box over on the right in that site. And if you just type in "how to restart," that will pop up for you that free workshop that you can watch right online, and it'll give you some very valuable information. Very valuable information. And I hope you'll just at least consider it. Now I'm not, you know, you don't. Have, I'm not saying you should commit to I'm going to come back and I'm going to have my tiger come back. But you know what? I hope at least somebody that listens to this podcast makes that decision. I'm going to have my tiger come back. I can do it. I'm going to do it. It's time for me to do it. I'm going to. I can. It's time. And then the third thing that I wanted to share with you before I let you go is... um, if, if, if you say, Dale, you know, like I had somebody last uh, week before last contacted me. They found this podcast, and they said, Dale, uh, and they told me their story. They were with the company uh, Cambridge Diet. Cambridge, a long time ago, uh, made a million dollars in like four years. Uh, they were there in the beginning. And they were there when it was shut down and loved it, loved every aspect, had been listening to some of the podcasts and realized that everything they did, they had made a lot of money and a lot of their people made money, but none of it was really built by design. It was just a lot of excited people. And you know, he said, I'm thinking about getting back involved in this profession because I know how great it was for me. And, but I understand I have to learn how to do this systematically. And he was talking about, do I need to do social media? And do I need, I don't even have a Facebook account. And I said, no, I mean, you need it, but, but it's not required to, to do network marketing. And one what the guys I'm working with now that has, is just growing every day. Their organization's growing every day. He doesn't have a Facebook account. It's not required. You know, that's, And and so, again, when people are out for a while and they come back and they think, well, technology's left me behind. Well, the product in this business is not technology. It's people. It's people. And he said, well, I don't even know what company I would start with. I don't know what company's good, what company's bad, what company I should avoid. And I said, look, I can help you with all of that. I can help you with all of that. If you're looking for a great company, I can give you a couple two or three, depending upon you, what you ultimately want to accomplish, uh, why you're doing it, uh, you know, what do you want. You know, if you want to make millions of dollars, there's only one company I would recommend. If you want security and stability, there's a couple more. It just depends on what you're looking for. And And I said, you know, I was talking to him briefly, and I said just, Send me an email, and I'm going to say this, and I'm only saying it because you've listened to this podcast to this point in time. And I, This is not something I would normally say publicly, but if I've spoke to you in this podcast, and you know who you are, if I have, and if someone sent, it, sent this to you, then they probably are familiar with our training systems, and get back with them. But if you just found this randomly and, and you say, Dale, you know, here's my story up to this point. And I would like to not die with my music still in me. You know, I'd like to really maximize my upside potential. And I believe in network marketing, uh, what it can do, but, you know, uh, major disappointments. Then uh, send me an email, MLM Success Podcast. At gmail.com, MOM success podcast at gmail.com, and this will be this will be no fluff session 121. So, in the subject line, just put no fluff session 121 in the subject line, and that'll get to me. And if we need to hop on the phone, I'll be willing to do that. Uh, you know, no um, no fees or consulting fees. It's just because if you have grinded and if you've worked and if you're not afraid to work and you've gotten into the marketplace and you've had success and for whatever reason it eluded you, through fault of your own or not, doesn't matter to me, uh, the profession needs you. The network marketing business model needs you. And I know I can help you. And that's it. That's just where I'm coming from. Uh, I might say, look, you need to buy this course. You might need to do this. I will tell you. But you make that decision. It's not to sell you. It's to find you. It's to find you. Because, you know, there's a lot more people out there, like I've stated, than the industry, the profession wants to admit. Said many times, most people that get to $100,000 a year with the network marketing business model are out of the profession in five years. Within five years, they're gone. Why? Because they built it on their own strengths and they did not understand. They never had the leadership development paradigm shift. It's really not about me, it's about de- sequentially, systematically developing the next wave of leaders. On my team and see where the whole industry is. The whole industry, uh, the industry needs leaders from every company. And, you know, I would love to be able to point you in the right direction and help you if I've described you. M-O-M success podcast at gmail.com. And the subject line, just say session 121. And then just tell me a little bit about yourself and your story why you decided to send me the email. Let me know the best way to contact you and I will do it because you've got to the end of this podcast. You know, this is not something, again, that I'm putting out there on blog post or whatever, just trying to, you know, I'm not coming from that at all. I would just love to meet you and and encourage you or or support you however I possibly can. I hope this is beneficial. Some of you I know, That listen to this podcast regularly needed to hear this, and if you don't, you know somebody who does. I hope you forward this podcast to them. And every one of you, if it's time for you to have your, if if it's time for you to have your tiger moment, to have your tiger rebound, to have your tiger comeback, I hope you'll make that decision to start today every journey starts with the first step every journey starts with the first step make that first step today you guys have an awesome week i'll talk to you next week on another session of no fluff network marketing leadership development podcast
0: thank you for tuning in to the no fluff mlm leadership training podcast to download the show notes for this episode You can find them under the podcast section at www.mlmhelp.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, the teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence.